0: Welcome on in to a very special episode of the Heisman Park Rangers. No, Randy. Today, just me, Ryan Chapman. But I am joined by a very special guest, former defensive lineman Kenneth Mann. Um, Kenneth was a Sooner from 2015 to 2019, where he totaled 86 tackles, seven sacks, three forced fumbles, and one very memorable interception during his time in Norman. Kenneth and I talked about that, as well as what it was like with Alex Grinch coming in to take over the defense last season, and then of course, Kenneth is a defensive lineman. The OU defensive line has been the stalwarts of that team so far this season so we caught up on that um, and what he's seen out of this young offense a whole lot from Kenneth and and even where you can find him playing football on national television on Tuesday evening so you'll want to check it all out once again Kenneth Mann on the other side they patrol the monuments to gridiron legends but you better get the hell out of the way when they come rolling through randy heights and ryan chapman are the heisman park rangers presented by the highball network very excited today to be joined by uh former sooner defensive lineman kenneth mann and kenneth before we get going i just have to say i can't be the only one who was excited on a second or third and short over the past few years to see 55 come onto the field because I always felt like uh, a big run stuff was going to happen when you were there anchoring it down in the middle there. So uh, really excited to actually get to hop on and get to talk to you, man. No doubt, man. I'm excited to get on here too. Appreciate you for sure. So I guess we should just start with um, what's going on right now in Norman. Um, A big story of the season. Don't know if if you guys had this idea inside the program, but outside the program, the – it's been a little surprise and excitement around your defensive line group there has been probably the most consistent and deepest unit on this football team. Like, is this something you guys saw the last couple of years with some of these younger guys coming through? I mean, I, I expected
1: that for sure, man. We, we have a tight neck group and we've, we built that, that bond with the, with the, with the D line. And also they're, they're full of young, talented guys, man. So, they got a lot to bring to the table. So everything that they're doing was all expected from the older cats. Right.
0: And I feel like like Isaiah Thomas is the, is the poster child of that group almost of, of guys that have been a big surprise to us. What did you see out of Isaiah while you were there that uh, uh, we're all getting to see now?
1: Oh man, just just exactly what y'all are seeing, man. That potential he's got that motor, man. He's coming, he's giving that same that same um effort every time. man. he he's just been able to really come into himself this season. I'm glad to see him him really showing what he can do out there.
0: So you were kind of a unique group as you guys got to experience um, the new coaching staff come in with the defense last year. Um, how is that for you guys? Cause just for me watching it, I have to imagine it, it's a lot more fun. It looks like what you've been uh, played last year and this year with this more attacking style along the front, especially.
1: Yeah, that, it is. It, it's a switch up, man. It's a go make a play type of type defense, man. So that was that was exciting to, to be able to get that different side in, and and man, they they got the guys to do it. They're athletic, fast, big, strong guys, so they, they can wreak havoc in there when you let them just go play.
0: How was that period for you guys last summer with um, Coach Grinch and his staff I know that Coach Thibodeau kind of stayed on and and all that stuff but it it seems like it's just a really high energy group just from the coaching staff perspective like how was that for you guys was it embraced was it kind of almost abrasive the first day or two like do you still wake up in the middle of the night you know worried about getting turnover like what, what was that like for you guys.
1: And that was, was excited, man, because once they, once they came in, the, the message was clear. You know, it
0: wasn't a gray area.
1: This is what we're going to do. They're laying out. This is the standard. You know, this is how, how things are going to be from now on. And, and we all followed in, in line with that. We knew we had to be better. So, uh, man, that effort and in, in, in that intensity, it, it just came from the coaches all the way down through the team. We're all, we're all, all on board with that.
0: And then another guy you, like, played alongside, um, LaRon Stokes he made that transition as a transfer coming in you got to see that firsthand what did he go through that maybe a Perion Winfrey and Ellison are doing this year because all three of those guys have been huge for the team but I just think it's impressive with everything that's kind of gone on this summer how different it was Um, how different everything's been since March to come on in and have this kind of impact with really no spring ball limited fall camp and, and having a transfer in like, like what is that like for guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, man, uh, Laurent, he his situation. He just came in and he's a baller. He he he's one of them guys you can place different different spots on the D line, and he's going to give you that that same you know effort, and the results are going to come. He's just a really talented guy, and uh, he's been showing that. And I'm I'm glad that those guys are able to show that all at the same time, and really make their uh, presence known on that field, man.
0: So is it a surprise that like a guy like Perry Winfrey can come in and have this much of an impact just because like the talent's obviously there, but I just can't imagine what, like I said, having to embrace all of this change as well as everything that's gone on with how unique this, you know, last few yeah. months have been yeah, in the country.
1: Man. Yeah, man, that's a credit to the coaching for sure. Absolutely. I have Matt coach. Cal- 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 is one of the best beeline coaches in the country, in my opinion, man, he, he he's really going to get these guys, right. Yeah. And I'm, the guys they're going to put out there are going to be able to, you know, handle whatever this is throwing their way. And, you know, like I said, the talent plays a big role, but they, they definitely got some great leaders in that locker room with them. So,
0: And something you talked about with LaRon there, being able to move all across the line as the sleet hits the side of my house here. Hopefully everyone can't hear that too bad. But um, is that something that coach Thibodeau, emphasizes the ability to to be dynamic and be flexible moving across the line and where that you can put guys anywhere
1: no he he doesn't emphasize that but you know that's just that's just a talent thing and it's a mindset thing to be able to do this so you you get those guys who you can place in there and, and can handle whatever position and even can can hold all the information that they would need to know to be able to you know put all across that line that's that's just a credit to Leron just being a, you know, a smart defensive lineman, so.
0: And then, so I guess the other thing too is what kind of confidence do you guys have as a defense when the guys that you go up against every day on the other side of the football, like there's probably not a better unit in the country that you're ever going to see. So what kind of confidence can you guys take going out there that, okay, it doesn't matter what we get into the middle of this game, like these guys aren't as, more talented than the dudes we see in practice every day exactly man
1: That that's a huge thing right there man because you you're going hard every day man and and knowing that the guy across from you is is better or if not same talent level as as the competition you're going to see so you you're getting you're getting the type of reps that you that you need all week long so when, when the game comes man you, you can just take off you've already been hitting this the right way you have all through the week, so that that was always huge, man. Oklahoma always has a great offensive line unit, and Coach is an um, amazing coach. My I think the best O line coach in in the country, and man, it, it just having those guys across the line from you it just
0: it's such a benefit to have while practicing through the week. And what going up against a Coach bow offensive line in practice, mm-hmm. like. I would hate to be caught in the middle of uh, somebody missing an assignment, things like that. How do you guys react to that? Because uh, Coach Beanbo, like, you know he's going to get him going, but uh, how, how does that play out in practice?
1: Yeah, man. See, it's it's war, man. Oklahoma they have always lived off off the, the lineman work, man. That's where that's where the game is won, anyway. So, man, we we know he's a great coach, great, and they're always gonna have a great unit. But they're they're gonna have to come, uh, you know, come to play in practice as well. It's, we're it's a battle. You know, iron sharp sharpening iron, and they're only going to for go for go as far as that line takes you. So, man, those are it's intense practices all through the week, man, and you're just grinding and, and, and sharpening your tools for uh, getting ready for that Saturday. So, you're going to make sure you, you're you're ready when the time's come.
0: And and you had a pretty unique experience, I feel like, because you went up against Baker and Kyler and Jalen, and you know Spencer was there while you were there in, in practice. What have you kind of seen out of? Spencer and the limited time we've seen from him so far that, that you saw in Baker and Kyler and Jalen through your time in Norman?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. See, I, I got to see all of those guys and play, play against them in practice every day. And uh, say, see, uh, Spencer, he redshirted last year uh, and he was on that scout team. So I'm going against him in practice as, as well every day, man. I, I tell people whenever they ask me, he's, he's an extremely accurate quarterback. I, that's one thing. That's the, the first thing that I think of when I think of Spencer is being accurate. I, I was even, I came off a block one time, I spun inside and uh, I got right in his face. I see his eyes light up. So he leans back and just throws up the ball, man. It's literally like a 50, 45 yard pass right on the money bread basket, only the receiver could have caught it. And I'm like, that was the, that that play right there showed me. I was like, okay, this guy is not just, you know, your average freshman quarterback he was he was ready so
0: well what's your reaction to a moment like that where like you did everything right you got mm-hmm. home and because you didn't get there you know a split second sooner it, you pick your head up and you're like holy crap 50 yard you know bomb right down the field like, well what do you do in that situation I, I'm just
1: impressed you know I, I respect it it's and I'm and I'm happy to got you know, playing with Oklahoma Sooners for sure. And it was like I said, man, it was it was impressive to see. It was encouraging to see because he was a freshman and he's able to make, you know, those passes like that under pressure. And, and I, I think he's he's gonna take off and, and have a really, really great career at Oklahoma. So
0: And then another guy on the offense real quick right now that I'm kind of impressed with is TJ Pledger. He's kind of come in, been in the program a few years, really bided his time, but a guy at that size, you don't often see this kind of power and explosiveness out of him, the way that he finishes off runs, things like that. Um, Did you guys see this flash in him, uh, you know, the past couple of years while he's working with you guys, or, or has he kind of just kicked it into another level, kind of seeing the opportunity that he has this year?
1: I mean, he's he's always been a good talent, good talented running back, and he's been explosive. Man, he's been exciting to watch. For me, that's my boy. I, I like to watch him, and uh, but he has taken that jump as well as he should. You know, getting older, getting I think maybe what's his junior year for him. He, he's he's you know he's breaking out how he should. But he yeah he's always have had that talented uh, that talent and and brought that to to the table. And now it's, it's, it's great to see
0: him stepping up in a time that, you know, where they really needed. So, so and then kind of back to th- this has been a, a really weird off season for the entire team. Like, how do you feel like everyone's handled it just from the guys that you're kind of, you know, talking with um, as far as, you know, the conditioning aspect of it? And then we all, obviously had all the summer stuff, and, and it looks like the coaching staff and Lincoln Riley in particular has done a great job of, backing the players and putting forth the unity messages things like that like what does it mean to you that you were working under a coaching staff like that that seems to really have your guys' back no matter what's going on oh
1: man yeah it means everything like I said man we have some of the greatest coaches in the country and with with leadership and coach Riley he's going to put together the greatest plan that, that you can you can have during whatever the situation so I'm knowing all those guys are bought in it's it's the The program itself is just – you speak so many great things on it, but every every corner of the of a program, anybody who has anything to do with it, they buy it in the right way, and they come together and make everything work how it's supposed to.
0: <laughs> and then let me take you back to 2018 real quick because this is one of my favorite plays. You were involved here. That Army game, obviously a, a long night just because it's a, a wild style of offense that you have to go up against. But in the fourth quarter, everything's tied up balls tipped up in the air and it felt like when I was in the stands there that it was in the air for about oh 30 seconds (laughs) finally comes down you make the grab big interception did it did it feel like it hung in the air for that long for you and uh, were you a little disappointed you couldn't uh, evade that lineman and take it back to the house there
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's actually it's funny. Whenever I, cause I'm watching, I had I had a double team on that play. If you go back and see it, and I'm off to the left, so I can see my boys. They just hit them, and them. I think the ball bounced off of Dylan uh, Famatolo's helmet, and like like you said, man, it seemed like it was up there forever. It's not, so I knew I had time to get with it, get to it. I, I sped over there, and it and it, it was like perfect time it Just just fell right into my hands, and then. uh I seen that guy coming, man. It was just a little too late that I turned my eyes, so I just just made sure I avoided him and and got down and kept the uh, kept the ball in my hands, man.
0: Well, you look good on the move there. How how often you uh, get the ball in your hands in practice, trying to outrun these offensive linemen?
1: Uh, blue moon, man. Probably. Uh, <laughs> it, it didn't happen in a in a while, man. so it was exciting to get that. I probably got what a few, probably like four yards on that. It was it was funny though. Well,
0: I'm just glad
1: the ball man
0: honestly well and that was just a a wild game too like you had what like 11 tackles I think that day Mm -hmm. like what are what are the challenges when you have a team that unique I know that um Tulane yeah man Tulane the next year is similar but different like you only have one of those what do you how do you prepare
1: you gotta give credit to that specific army team though because if you i mean if you go back and look and they should have they should have been ranked even before they played us that that was a good squad they had, they had a really good uh quarterback running back and uh even if you look at at the end of the next season when they played a ball game against uh houston man i was they beat them by like 70 points it was, oh yeah it was it, it, was 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 atrocious. Atrocious. it was it was it was pretty bad but uh yeah man like i said it was just a credit to that team they came they came ready to fight and uh and, and we all – it was a great, game, uh, great hard-fought game. Uh, and we I'm just glad we were able to make, you know, more plays at the end of the game for sure.
0: And then so coming up this week, this is something I'm always really interested in. Obviously, Oklahoma's headed to Lubbock. It is Halloween primetime. Mm-hmm. And you've oh, been yeah. a part of some just wild games that happened in Lubbock. You were on the team in 2016 when uh, it felt like a 1,000 points were going to get scored. Then 2018, Kyler, you like you guys got down early due to just a, a few mistakes and were able to come back. Like, what makes Lubbock at night such a a weird place to play?
1: Man, it, it's it's funny. I think that honestly, with uh, probably all of our of our away, did you just cut off for a little bit? Some no, you're your good. Co- but uh, man, I, honestly, all of our away games are are. Pretty crazy, cause everybody's pumped up to play Oklahoma. You know, we all we always we always get their, everybody's best shot. But um, playing in Lubbock is, is just that, that. That crowd seems like they get a, get a little more into it than everybody else. Man, they're it's ready. They're pumped up, and even the, the night games for sure. I mean, it's it's something different. So it's, it's excited playing up there. And if anybody if you talk to anybody who's been in the locker room, man, we love playing those away games, man. We're that, that's uh what we live for coming into somebody else's spot.
0: Well, yeah, until, what, last year it was, what, a 26, 27 game road streak. Like, what makes you guys so good on the road? Because, you know, it seems like everyone can get up for a road game, but to piece together something like that, like what what do you think goes into that?
1: I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's the, maybe it's just Oklahoma just being so used to that hate from everybody else, man. So we, we, we want to come in here and shut everybody up. We want to feel everybody hating, hating us or, or, or angry with us. While we while we just came into your house, you know, and gave it to you, but it, it's it's something else. Uh, maybe it's the the fact that we we know we don't have our crowd, so we you know we got right. all even, be even more, more even more into it for ourselves. You know, our sideline is electric on away away games, man. So it's it's all it's all uh it's all just coming in coming in together and buying in,
0: regardless of the game and where it's at. But, gotcha, and then. So what, what have you been up to since, like, unfortunately last season um, for you, cut a bit short just due to some stuff out of your control, a little injury stuff. Well, what have you been up to since uh, last season?
1: Well, since uh, the season's ended, I've been rehabbing, training, and uh, making sure I'm getting my body right. I've uh, been hitting it pretty hard, man. I've also uh, been training some kids with B line work. So uh, that's that's what I've been doing in the past time. And now what I uh, just told you, now I'm uh, I'm out here in San Antonio at the the spring league. We've been having practices. Things have been looking really good, man. I've uh, uh, been playing well. Excited to just be playing ball again. And uh, and hopefully I'll get my opportunity after this. I have a game tomorrow, man. I'm pretty sure I'm going to show out and show show what I can do. So let's see where I take it after that.
0: And where can everybody find that game at? Yeah, we'll be
1: playing at uh seven o'clock on uh Fox uh FS one. Gotcha tomorrow. Uh yeah, seven seven o'clock.
0: And then um, you know, some some of your other teammates like um Neville Gallimore, Kenneth Murray, I'm even mm-hmm. Parnell Motley getting around, like those are the core of last year's team. It seems like you guys were able to flip the script almost immediately and kind of change the narrative around this defense. Now on Sundays out there making huge plays for for the NFL squads. What does that mean? to you guys knowing that um, Oklahoma, because of what you guys did in basically like a year, is no longer going to be seen as just this, yeah, it's a great spot for offensive talent, but just any football players to come through and be a guy that not only can win championships but make plays on Sundays for years to come.
1: I mean that's that's huge man it just just tells that our goals were reached honestly uh man we 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 bought in we we had plenty of meetings with each other to to see what we could do to turn things around and uh it was big for us to to make that that happen and to see the young guys even now you know still continuing to do the things that we we put in place you know so it it's huge it, we all bought in and we knew the the capabilities that we had and we just had to all hit it hard and, and, you know, put our best foot forward every day we came out there. So it's been, it's been encouraging to see.
0: Awesome, man. Th- thank you so much again. I'm um, sorry for the technical difficulties and stuff. Glad we got that worked out. But uh, well, look forward to seeing you out there on tomorrow on, what, on Fox, you said? Yep, FS1, man, 7 o'clock. Perfect, perfect. Thanks, Kenneth. We appreciate it.
1: Good deal, man. I appreciate you having me.
0: A big thank you again to Kenneth Mann for taking some time to talk with us. Follow him on Twitter at KenX11. That's K-E-N-N-X-11. That's where he keeps everyone posted, uh, it looks like, on all of his coaching availabilities, as well as just the life of Kenneth. So th- big thank you again. And be sure you tune in. We've still got our normal episode this week. Randy and I will be previewing the Sooners headed to Lubbock. Should be a lot of fun. At RJ Heights 1077 at Radio's Ryan. Follow Randy and I both there, and you'll have all of your Heisman Park Rangers news, all your Oklahoma Sooners news that you could possibly need. So uh, go ahead, download, subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and we will see you guys on Wednesday.